0: Good morning. Good evening. Good night. And welcome back
1: to the Get Up Podcast.
0: Yes, sir. I'm going to do it, even though he's (laughs) (laughs) trying. He's trying not to say it, but I'm going to say it.
1: All right. So, yo,
0: this is our first time live on Instagram.
1: Which is cool. We love y'all. A little something different. Hey, please. Please. If you follow us on Instagram, do us the favor and go subscribe to us on YouTube. Yeah. Please. Because we're trying to go live. We're trying to go live on YouTube, and they're like... um. Excuse me, sir. You need a certain amount of followers. You need at least 50 subscribers. And I'm like, damn, we got 14. But there's 70 beautiful, lovely, loyal, active people.
0: You know what's crazy? Jesus sent out 70 disciples. So we send in all 70 of y'all to go
1: subscribe to the YouTube. Please. and Please. Thank you. And thank you. In advance. So I want you to really like people happen here where do you you see this you see this you see this this is because there's some people out here who love us thank you brother thank Thank you sis thank you sis thank you mom aunt all of y'all we really appreciate you guys amen so let's get into it
0: let's get into it man
1: what Um, we get into it all right so well, well how was your week man
0: my week was long i did a lot of ministry
1: what 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 went on? Because we haven't really caught up. Before.
0: All right, so so February started, and uh, I started a series called Dominion, Dominion season. Uh huh. Um, and then I preached Friday night, um, the first Friday night of February, and I preached on walking in dominion. Then um, I'm doing this new thing with my leaders that are under me, so that they um. They can start teaching, they can start preaching, starting to get them used to it, um, training them, because it's really not about me. Um, It's about growing other people. So, where we're at now, um, Tuesday, last Tuesday, uh, well, this week, Tuesday, uh, Pamela talked, and she snapped.
1: Yeah, you said that. What she teach about? All right, so she was talking
0: about, she, uh, because our Bible studies is on the same thing of Dominion. Okay. But... It's dominion in my life.
1: Mm.
0: So it's practical Bible study right. to have dominion in life because Friday nights is preaching. So even though there are some practical stuff Friday night, it's more of a preaching style, right? altar call type of prayer stuff. But Tuesday is more like sit down, ask questions, Got you. stuff like that. So she started, bro, she started talking about um David in First Chronicles, bro. Mm. And I think I have it. I think I have it here. She was talking about David in First Chronicles. I just put my notebook out of nowhere. <laughs> um, so I'm just give you kind of like some notes. So First Chronicles 18:3, bro. Hmm. About and the First Chronicles 18 is about how David is gonna go overthrow a king and expand his kingdom. Hmm. It's a whole, it's all about expanding his kingdom. So um, David, she broke it down to four steps. Of, like, how to expand your dominion. So I'm like, oh, she's about to she's about to eat right now. And so she's talking about, oh, David wants to do this and this and that. But before David did anything, it starts with the point number one. Step, no, step number one to expanding the kingdom. Um, step number one is David accepted God's dominion over his life. Hmm. So there's, like, an accepting of his dominion. Like, it's not just... You can't like and it goes back to what I taught on Friday. Yeah. Cuz I preached and one of my notes was you can do everything God said you can do. Yeah. So, I but the only thing is beginning starts the dominion starts with me. So, I can't have dominance or dominion over or over a part of my life if I'm not first dominated by God. So, she took the same point and took it into scripture, yeah. where David, in in chapter seventeen, he makes an altar. He makes a covenant with God before he goes to expand his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So now he ex- he acknowledges God, God's sovereignty, and when we accept God's um dominion over us, then God, God's dominion will actually
1: f- go through us. Bro, are you kidding me right now? All right, look at this, cause I didn't even post it yet. Oh, okay. I didn't post the right. the push-up yet. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You just posted a clip. Yeah. Right. This is insane. <laughs> All right. Because okay, I said, there's a difference between planning and a vision. Right. And a lot of us get caught up in the vision mm. thinking that it's the plan. Right. So we're seeing where God is going to take us. Right. And we're actually making plans based off of what, where he's going to take us off of resources and information and skills we don't even have yet. Right, so we're missing the point because we're so far, like far into the plan, right? Right. It's crazy that I'm sitting there because the whole point of the video is how do I plan with God? Mm-hmm. So, the scripture I have it says, "Commit all things to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans." Right. So, you're sitting here saying the first thing for dominion, right, is be submitted to the Lord, right commit to the Lord like you can't dominate if God isn't dominating you period right and when you allow God to dominate then he can dominate through you exactly that's the whole point right so I wrote here when I commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans right and a lot. I was speaking to somebody and they were scared to make plans mm. because they didn't want to make a plan without God all I gotta do is just submit. but the first step is commit to the Lord exactly. all you do
0: yeah. And he your, will establish. Commit your planting. Period.
1: Because when he does it, it's
0: like the filter.
1: Right. That's what it is. So it's crazy. So now when I, like, as a Christian, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Right. And you do things with God all the time. Right, right, right. All the time. So all when time. I sit down to actually do this and I'm doing it with the Lord in mind and I'm I'm submitted to him, he's going to start to do it through me too. Come on. So, bro, right, That's crazy. Anyways, continue. Yeah. She, so that's was that, that was point number one. Step oh, number one.
0: Saying. Step number one is... Is letting accepting God's dominion over you, right? So now, when we go to she, then she she transitioned to her step two, and in step two was Chronicles, um, Chronicles seven, uh, eighteen five hmm. where it says her her step two was about David had to kill the king, hmm. and all the all those soldiers. I and mean, she said, okay, so step two, after submitting to God's dominion, is killing the strong man. Um. And I was like, "What?" That's when I really lost it. bro. Yeah. she was like, "We can't dominate. We can't say that we're we we have dominion when we can't kill the strongman. Wow, because the strongman is in the house. Yeah, and the strongman has dominion. He's in charge. Right. So then, um, we she transitioned that to Mark three seventeen, where it talks Sorry, about bro. if you let if you let the strongman, meaning Satan, yeah, into your house, if you don't bind him. He's in to take over the, every, like, so right. she's like, you need to bind and kill the strong man. Mm. And if you don't bind and kill the strong man, you're going to lose control. Mm. So it's, but the thing is, you don't have the power to bind the strong man without first submitting to God. Right. right. So I was like, you're going crazy right now, girl. Like she, she was going crazy. So then she transitioned to when, when David killed off everyone. Right. And then he took he took all the the treasure and everything and he offered everything to the lord mm. and she was saying after you've taken over something in your life are you fully are you fully offering the gain from it to the lord like if you if you have if you finally have taken dominion over your finances yeah are you fully offering it to the lord back
1: isn't that funny
0: when you fully dominated time management, are you offering time
1: back? Isn't that funny, bro? I will come to the Lord to help get us in order. And then we get everything in order, and we just forget all about him.
0: Bro, and, we, no, and here's the worst part. We say, oh, I did this. Right. When you didn't do nothing. Right. God did this for you. Through you. Through you, around you, like for you. Right. So God, God is doing so much. God is doing so much for us and through us that he actually wants us to to actually learn from him.
1: That's nasty.
0: So, step one is submitting. Step two is killing the strong man. Step three is giving the treasure up to him. And then she went to step four and she said, and you need to know that it's all about him and not about you.
1: Period.
0: It's the point is him doing it through you.
1: Yeah. To glorify himself. You know, that makes me think... Um... Pastor Mike, he was preaching on this. And he says, the longer I've been a Christian, the simpler my life has gotten. That's beautiful. He's like, a lot of the time we'll, we'll become, people will be growing their faith and maturing their faith, and their understanding of God becomes more complicated. Right. right. And the way that they look at things becomes more complicated. Yeah. But the closer I've gotten to God is the more I realize the only thing that matters is him. Right. Right. Simple. This is, yeah it makes my life so simple how do I not offend God right how do I get closer to God right and how can I see him in everything that's it period it's that simple bro if that is your focus
0: man is that people people try to people try to look at God's plan and they're trying to they're trying to mold God's plan into their plan so like, okay you know God's plan works so now but how does this benefit me you don't have to worry about the benefit for you, because everything God does is good.
1: My ways are not your
0: ways. Exactly, and it's like, and I, I do want to clarify this, not necessarily saying that. Well, if, you know, God's plan doesn't is not about you. It's not like God is planning something for you to just suck and then you know just for Him to be benefited. No, God's plans are good, and they're beneficial for you. If He's taking something away from you and it hurts, good. As long as he's the one taking it away.
1: Yeah. See, I wrote this um, on Thursday. Because I started writing a song. It says, my ways are not your ways. Uh The sun shines on rainy days. And dark clouds proclaim my name, singing Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh. You don't even... The sun is still shining bright and beautiful, even when the clouds are pouring down rain. And what we're seeing in our limited perspective... Is a a thunderstorm, and it's a it's a you know some people are like, oh, it's a gloomy day, right? But the sun is still shining, bro.
0: But and remember what we said a couple of pods ago. Rain brings life. Right. Well, that was on the other the the get the push up that I did. Right. Rain actually brings more life. Right. You can't have strong trees and flowers budding and all this stuff without having without having rain. Yeah. Because if you have too much sun and no rain, things things start to dry. Mm. So there's a balance, and it's right. about holding tension. It's about yeah. holding both. Both things are true. Yeah, Rainy days and sunny days are both as important. Right. So, but the thing is, I want to understand that if I don't submit to the dominion of the Lord, because not only does God have dominion over me, but he also has dominion over the earth. Right. So obviously the prince of the power of the air, which is the prince of this world. Right. If you're submitted to the Prince of the World, the Prince of the World will he would have his dominion through you. So it means he's gonna hurt you, mm. he's gonna hurt others around you, mm. and he's gonna kill things in around you. Yeah. But now when the king of kings has dominion over you, now the dominion is through you. Right. Now you're he's he's healing you, restoring mm. you, and restoring everyone around you. That's good. So the whole thing is is about you're still a filter we are filters we have to think about that like that we have, we are filters and the source is a spirit mm. is it holy spirit or is it the evil spirit
1: mm. i would say the word I, I like to use is conduit right because things flow through mm. which again you, one man can only one man can only have one master right yes exactly you exactly. can't serve two kingdoms you can't so what what are you choosing? To so like now, for for, for example,
0: people from every country, they carry they're a patriot. Yeah. To their country. Right. So for example, if I get a guy from Australia yeah. to the United States, he's gonna talk to me about everything about Australia.
1: That's what
0: you know. And how life was in Australia. Right. My boy Samuel is on the camera. He loves his country. Yes. Dominican Republic that's my baby that's my country that's my home that's my, my blood yeah Woo! <laughs> he really screamed but Samuel actually lived his whole life there right so him coming here he's only been in the United States for less than a year
1: he represents
0: he rep. He, everything he does is DR right so now obviously there's an adapting but like I love that about how people who come from other countries love repping their country and they don't want to lose their culture so how come we're from the kingdom of heaven and we're not repping our culture? We're not repping the kingdom. And everywhere we go, how come we're not telling everybody, yo, in my kingdom? I know this is where you guys do things here. But where I'm from. Didn't it, did, did it David, I mean, wasn't Jesus saying that? That he says that uh, the law says this, but now I tell you. Verily, verily, I tell you.
1: You know what it is? We give our life to Christ. Right. But there's still never that identity shift. So, and it, it's, it's not like, I'm not even saying that like to come at people really. Right, 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 right. It's right. just true. Right. A, a lot of times we say, okay, Christ is Lord, cool, but then there was actually no process of healing the or false trans- identity. Or transformation. Right, of who you used to be. Right. Because who you are. Yes, some people, it happens. Some people will give their life to Jesus and then, like, boom, they are a brand new person right. by by the power of God. Word. They literally forgot. That, like, some people have lost the memory of the trauma and the sin and the stuff that they went through in their life. And right. they became a new person the next right. day. Because God is right. like that. Yeah, he can. <laughs> but majority of people need to go through a process of change. And it starts with your identity. So you're talking about what the water what waters again you have roots that have dug deep into your heart deep into your mind and deep into it's like it's literally engraved in your soul right right right. the world. So yeah you you good you grew up you grew up in Patterson. Right. So the roots of Patterson literally are wrapped up in your heart. Right. So when I start to talk to you about kingdom culture and being renewed, your mind being renewed, and you being transformed by Jesus. What is that? Right. Uh, if if I grew up in a place where everybody was against me, or I felt like I couldn't, um, uh, like nobody, I couldn't feel like nobody was really looking out for me. Right. And then I tell you, I, you need to serve people. <laughs> what the heck? Right, right, right. That's like a complete culture shock. Right. So now, I'm a part of this new culture.
0: But that's the whole point about Jesus saying you need to be reborn. Right. Reborn where? He's saying reborn of the spirit. Right. It means I'm being reborn through the spirit of God. That means I'm supposed to take on his nature. But the thing is babies, don't, they're not born knowing anything. Right. So there's a, there's a teaching. There's an unlearning of things that we used to know. Being reborn, now there's a teaching of, some, of a new culture, of a new way of living, a new way of life, and it's uncomfortable. People don't like it because it's uncomfortable. People don't like going to church because in church, they're going to talk about things that make you feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, yeah, you know, fornication is a sin. And, oh, nah, nah, nah. and like, again, nothing we say is to make anyone feel like we're coming at them is trying to literally tell you to get up. Like, yeah. we're
1: trying to call you higher. Right. All right, let me give two steps. Right. Hey, y'all. I'm going to just say that I got a sponsor real quick soul care get this book please Word. and thank you um all right so two things two tools that you could use to renew your mind all right so first thing we spoke about this the other day too is identifying the lies right this was what we did in the beginning of the year and i, I didn't have this concept from this book at the time but now i'm reading it and i'm like oh duh first thing you got to identify the lies Things that have caused you to act and respond in certain ways that you didn't realize were triggers. Right. Like, a symptom of lies is defensiveness. Oh. So you're being defensive for no reason. So, like, right. for for an, for an example, um, let me think. So there was a, a moment. Kim was coming at me. Or well, I felt like Kim was coming at me. Mm-hmm. That's this was me, even me saying that it shows where I got defensive, and it was about picking up the stuff around the house and making sure the house is clean. And what that did was it triggered me back to being at home with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> clean your room. But my mom would do this thing where every time I walked out of her room, as soon as I sat down and got comfortable, she would call my name again. As soon as I sat down and, like, I got on my computer I was about to go do my thing, she would call me again. And, you know, it might have been I forgot something, but that used to just frustrate me so much. So when I heard it, automatically I got triggered, right. and I started to become defensive. But what that did was it revealed that there was an area mm-hmm. of me right. that actually isn't aligned with how I should respond to this. Right. So that's a symptom of a lie, right? Another thing is pettiness. <laughs> you know who you are. You know you love being petty. It's actually kind of fun to you. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Watch this. Got it. You don't even say nothing, you just do it. Right. Your actions then it that's your that's your game, but that was a learned a learned action. You might have learned that that was the, the the way to respond by seeing it modeled by somebody else.
0: Right. Or it's, so I know some people that are petty because of getting, because of the of the defense thing. Right. Like, they feel like they're defending themselves. Like, this is
1: your protection mechanism. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, oh, yeah, like, just be petty. Right. Oh, or yeah, dude. It's okay. Sarcastic. They can do it. Just get back at them.
1: Yeah. Right. It's like, like being sarcastic. Being
0: sarcastic. Being petty. Come on, like, these are defense mechanisms. Yes. Like that, We might
1: talk about that yesterday at the marriage conference about sarcasm. And it said, my humor turned into sarcasm as I got offended within our relationship. And instead of what was just being jokes, I was using sarcasm to throw darts. Dang. So, again, that was a, a form of pettiness. Right. Another lie is compulsive behavior. And let's say... All right, man. Some people compulsively lie. <laughs> yeah, I would do that. I I I wouldn't say I was like a fully like a compulsive liar because some people just lie about everything, right? Like for absolutely no reason, right? But that was my way of thinking that I was protecting myself, right? And every single time it would backfire. Literally every single time I'll tell my mom, oh, it would be a, a white lie. I can't even think of an example. It would just be something that you didn't have to lie about. You know what I mean? Right, right. And then she'll come 30 minutes later, find out, boom, why'd you even lie to me about that? Something like that happened with me and Kim. Right. I was telling her a situation, and I told her a lie, that it made no sense. Like, immediately as I was saying it, it didn't make any sense. I was just saying that to save, spare myself the, the boldness, really. Like, I was being... I was being a coward in the moment and I was protecting the way that I would feel by not saying the truth. But in reality, all I did was going to make the situation worse. Right. If I just told her what it is, there would be something, it could, it might've been uncomfortable, but at least I brought it to the surface and allowed for there to be healing in that moment Right. right. so we could move through it. But because I lied, it caused damage to our trust, but the lie here. Is that that will protect me. My lies are going to protect me.
0: Which is a lie of the devil. Right. Because what you're essentially saying is Satan will protect
1: you. Right. My clapbacks are going to protect me. Come on, man. My pettiness is going to protect me. These are things you have to let go. If if you've been wondering, okay, all right, how do I renew my mind? Start looking at the things that you believed that are actually lies. All right? He's cooking. You got anything to add?
0: From that? Yeah. I'm just going to let you cook, bro. He's going crazy right now. It's that book, yo. Oh, my goodness. That Soul Care book?
1: Nah, I'm not going to lie. That's a whole... This a whole another thing on its own, bro. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. Just off of one chapter, man. Some of y'all like people-pleasing. Some of you guys like to have control. Like, having control over everything is a lie from the devil. Because you will never be in full control of anything. It's, and you realize that when you, God God will, okay, you're going to realize you can't have control or God's going to humble you and make you realize you have no I know control. he will. You know, know what I'm
0: saying? I know he will.
1: I'm sitting here and I'm looking at the word and the, the simple one is telling us not to worry about tomorrow. Like that's like in the in the most simple way. But um at the end of I think it's James chapter one, he's like, You're making plans for the future. <laughs> but you don't even know what's gonna happen. You you're so arrogant that you think you could plan ahead in the future. But instead you should plan like this. This if is God why, wills it.
0: This is why. You gotta be dominated by God. Right. Submit to his dominion. Because I don't don't believe that God controls people. No. I believe that that word dominate is literally saying he is over you. He has control. Meaning he makes the calls. He makes the
1: decisions. Isn't this the funny thing, though? He's in control whether you want to accept it or not. He's dominating you whether you want to accept it or not. Now, the way that you respond will be different. Right. Because somebody could be in charge and I could still be disrespectful. Right. Period. I could know that if I slap this cop right now, he's going to put me in jail. I could still slap him. Right. And just be like, I'm cool with the consequences. Right. Some of you are out here being disrespectful to God like there's no consequences.
0: Well, because I I think... I don't think he's dominating you. He has dominion. dominion. Yeah, period. Yeah. Yes,
1: that that's better.
0: Right. God has dominion because he's sovereign. Right. Meaning he's, overall, he's in charge. He's in charge. The thing is, is that when you submit to him, yeah, you have a different level of access to certain things. Right. Because now you become his friend. Right. Now that doesn't mean he's gonna let you slide because he's also a just judge. Right. So what he's gonna what he's gonna do is come spend time with me. So the more time you spend time with me, the more you'll look like me, and the less infractions you commit.
1: Isn't that a model right there? Some of us think that our friends should just affirm all of our actions.
0: A real friend has no shame in...
1: Telling you when you're wrong. Exactly. Putting you in 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 the right place. Right. And setting a healthy boundary.
0: And what does God do? God says, don't go that way. Go this way. Right. Why? Because this is better for you. Right. You know? This is better for you, this is what's gonna help you, this is what's gonna help you grow. That's gonna kill you. Yeah. Because the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm. Jesus says, I came to give life and life in abundance. Right. I came to heal the sick. I came to set the captive free. Yeah. It's all the opposite. So what don't you think that we should listen to the one who's actually trying to give us life, who is life, who is love, who right. is good. Right. Like we're looking for a good life. We're looking for love. We're looking for attention. We're looking for satisfaction. We're looking for all these things, and all these things are even—they're all found in Him, Right. because He is complete. Yes, you're trying to find something in something broken and something fallen. Right, but He is the Most High. We talked about yeah. that. Like the, I don't—I don't get why people. He's want. the fulfillment. Right. He's the fulfillment of the law. The right. one thing that can make you right with God, He fulfilled it and said, "Yo, just come with me."
1: Right. It doesn't have to be so complicated. But that's the thing. We
0: make it complicated. Right. Because for the one reason, it's because we don't really want God's will.
1: No. And we have to be submitted to his dominion. That's just being honest. Right. Sometimes you actually are, you're you are saying you want God's will, but your actions are not saying that. Right. At all. You say, you say well, I don't want to go to hell. That's the simplest one right there.
0: Right. I don't want to go to hell, but I want to do whatever I want. Right. I've had conversations that people tell me, I don't want to go to hell, but I do want to do whatever I want.
1: Okay. So what is it?
0: Exactly. We start making all these like, oh, I don't know what to do. It's because I want to do whatever I want. And then, but then when I read the Bible, it tells me that I can't do that. So then like, I'm frustrated but, like, I want to do whatever I want, but I don't want to go to hell. So it's like, so, like, well, now, first of all, Samuel says something that rocked me. He said, you know that there's people that are going to follow God because of, because they're scared of going to hell, and they might actually still go to hell. Yeah. And I was like, because now it becomes about me doing something to just, prove yeah. God that I'm saved. Right. Instead of just living in the love of God, which is Christ. Even, Taking okay. his sacrifice and living him now. If you convert, be like, "Oh, dang, I could be damned for eternity."
1: Right? No, that that's like that's a different
0: that's different. But now, but then, even through your walk with Christ, you should be experiencing his love and following him because you love him.
1: That affirms like my base. I think the base level of even finding God is realizing you have salvation. That's, right. That's the base, bro. All right. So now I got to bring you the next thing. Okay.
0: So, by this, all this was Pamela. Now, last night,
1: my belly, bro. Okay, she cooked too. My boy, disciples cooking. Bro, when I
0: tell you that my belly, my head almost flew off my head. She talked about because we're kept the dominion, so she was saying, dominion over our mind. Mm-hmm. So we were reading Luke chapter fourteen. Yeah. No, Luke chapter ten, verse nineteen. Yeah. That says, "I have authority. I have mm-hmm. given you authority. Yeah. To trample over snakes and scorpions, mm-hmm. and over all the powers of the enemy. Yeah. That's what he said. And he said, and nothing will harm you. Come on. Right. I said that on my my message. Yeah. She took the same verse, and that's where God ministered to her about hers. So about about battling with mental illness mm. and and um, mental struggles, and like mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. So, she was talking about, like, you know, I want to focus on this snakes and scorpion thing. And I'm like, she was like, snakes and scorpions like to hide in the dark. It's like, I was like, no, she is not. She is not going there. She's like, snakes and scorpions like to hide in the dark. And the only time they come out is when they come to bite you. But the thing is, if you're not, if you don't get it treated fast, if you go, if you don't get it treated fast, you're going to, somewhere. don't lower it. Don't lower it. No, loco. If you don't, if you don't treat the poison fast, if you don't treat the poison fast, it's going to spread really fast and it's actually going to be mortal
1: mm.
0: and you can die. So she was like, mental illness is the same way because what happens is we experience things. And what we what we tend to do is we push them into the dark. We start pushing traumas into the dark. We start pushing um, arguments into the dark. We start pushing anger to the dark. And we start pushing sadness into the dark and disappointment into the dark and addictions to the dark. And we start pushing all these things in the dark. And little do we know that we're getting poisoned by these things. Mm. So we can't have dominion over something that is in the dark. Wow. You need to turn the lights on. Come on. But he gave you authority to turn the light on. Yeah. Because now it's your house now. Yeah. He gave you the keys to your house again. Yeah. So now you can turn the lights on and be like, hey, hey. And now, not only only do we have the authority to turn the light on, but we have the authority to trample them. Mm. Not shove them away. Yeah. I can kill it from the root now. Stomp it out. I can just be like, you know what? No, I'm over. So that's why he says, he says, wherever... It even goes back to the verse where the Bible says that um, wherever you plant your feet, that territory is yours. Come on. So now the snakes and scorpions that attacked you in certain areas of your life, you stop and now you're stepping in the place where you didn't have control, but now you do. And now also, now that I think about it, it's also a revelation to Christ said, I give you authority. But the Bible, the prophecy for Christ was that he would tread upon the serpent. So not only are we not only did he tread on the serpent for us to be able to tread on all of our serpents. Yeah. That means that the devil's already defeated and then we get to trample him again. Not only do we say, Hey, listen, you lost already but we have to we can trample him again with the same authority. That's good. So mental illness and mental health and all these things of like making decisions and And, you know, having pain and, and like how she was talking about how when we go on, when we have certain traumas untreated, they, they seep into your, your subconscious and and you start growing roots and now you start acting a different way without thinking about it. Right. It's about turning the light on. Yeah. And bringing them forward. Identifying the lies. Exactly. So now she's like, how do we identify snakes and scorpions? So then she gave gave four steps. Can you realize that I got the whole revelation of dominion? Yeah. Because I talked about the four measurements. Wow. And then I knew that it was going to be a new season because God said, how many seasons are there? Four. Okay, so there's four. This is the dominion season. Four. The number four in Hebrew is a picture of an open door. Is how I got the revelation for this is the year of the open door. Mm. The the revelation... um, the revelation, all the revelations that we got, just to get to where we're at right now. Yeah. Pamela like gave four points on Tuesday. My really gave four steps on just last night, and I didn't tell them what to do. Yeah. I'm like, "Yo, God, you're just reminding us again." Mm-hmm. So her four steps was the first one: you need to, you need to recognize Christ as your only Savior, which is what you were talking about. Yeah. About base one, it's is salvation. Salvation. Yeah. So, salvation. The second one. Is um, oh man, well, the second one is the I know the third one, the third one is the Word of God. The second one was, the, oh man, I forgot the second one. Somewhere, mm-hmm. what was it? It was something like the Word of God. You just gotta take notes, that's why you gotta take notes. No, I had a, I had the notes, but there's on my
1: phone.
0: Oh, <laughs> and we're using my phone to do okay, cool, yeah. So, believe in Jesus. Oh, take thoughts captive, that's what it was. I had mm-hmm. that check on the second one was take your thoughts captive. It's about being. It's about dominion, bro. Yeah. This is dominion. Yeah. Believe in Jesus, take thoughts captive, sword and the, the sword spirit, of the spirit, which is the word of God. So I, now, so she was bringing about.
1: On, let me see, just let me hold. On that was
0: good, bro. Bit. That was good. So, like for example, the, on, on the third point, she was talking about how there's people that live in dark clouds, and the reason why you're living in a dark clouds is because you don't have the word. You don't have the light. Because the word is the lamp.
1: You don't have the lamp.
0: So now. Bro, because it's lamp to my feet hey. is your word, right? That's <laughs> so good, man. Uh, Jesus, believe in Jesus. So, uh, take your 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 thoughts captive. The the sword of the spirit, which is where you can attack back, because the enemy you only can overcome the enemy by the by the scripture. And then she's like, but now Jesus says that there's some kinds that only come out through prayer and fasting.
1: Okay, so you see what this is? Boom, salvation. Right. Now you take thoughts. Captive. You take the thing, the old thing. You are you are now grabbing. Right. What your old you? Yeah. And you're dragging that bad boy. And you're crucifying it. Right to the cross. Boom. Now what you're doing is the sword of the spirit. As you consume the word, you are you're killing the old man. You're killing him. Dead. He's dead. What that's doing is in that process, you're actively renewing your mind. The way you yes. killed the old man, you you change the inputs; it changes the output.
0: Right. So now, the last one, praying is, and fasting, is literally you're killing the flesh, depriving the flesh, and feeding the spirit.
1: Actively, sanctification. Sal- this is salvation to sanctification.
0: Right, right, right. Bro, and I love it because the thing is, the thing I love about prayer and fasting is that people think, oh, okay, so I'm just going to talk to God, and then I just got to stop eating. And it's not, it's not that simple. I mean, it is that simple, but it's yeah. also, there's also this one key, is that, not only are you just eating the bread that he gives you, which is the word of God, but it's also, it's also, it's also showing you, it's also showing you the, the depth, right? Of the conversation with God. Oh, he can't (laughs) Spanish. No, he's fine. Right. So it's also showing you the, the depths of the, of what it is to have the conversation with God. It's not just talking
1: to him. It's letting him talk to you. Oh, that's so good. Um, because I was realizing this when I was I was talking to my boy. Right. And I'm like, a lot of people, they'll advise you, right? All right, you give your life to Christ. People start asking questions. How do I get closer to God? And the next step they want to give you is start praying and fasting.
0: And people get so frustrated. But I'm
1: praying and fasting, and I'm fasting, right? And mm-hmm. I'm not seeing anything happen, and I'm not hearing from God or right, anything. Right, right, right. But you know why? Why? Because you still have the same, the, the old man is it's still living in you. Right. You have not taken your thoughts captive. No. You have not killed it. You have not even been filled with the word. And what
0: I, and what I love what I love what she said too, was she's like you don't have to do any of this in a specific order. You just got to do all of them. Yeah. Because it but like obviously the first one is obviously believe in Jesus, but then the right. other three are interchangeable. Right. Because it's like okay, I'm going to start fasting, so now you're depriving your flesh. Right. So now it's literally like your flesh is like, yo bro, I, can, I don't want this. Right. So now you're praying you're talking to God, but now, how do you hear His voice? Yes, God can still talk to you, right? you can hear him, you can feel his voice, you can hear a message, you can hear a song, you can whatever, but the main way God speaks is through his, his word. word, and now here's the thing not only does God give you his word, but he also he also tells you to use it, right, so now you know a, oh my God, you know what's crazy uh, the Bible says that God's tongue is like a sword, mm, but then God's word is like bread. You know what God's trying to do? He's trying to turn your tongue into a sword. It's about making you look like Him, right? Why does it say that he, Jesus has fire in His eyes? But now I'm saying I have to look at the man who's, whose whose eyes are on fire. fire. Mm-hmm. Like I'm locking, I have to look at Him, right? Like in the Old Testament, He says if you look at God, you'll die. But now in the in the New Testament it says,
1: "Look at Me," <laughs> like oh, this is crazy. Right what? Here. Oh man, he says here in um, what's his name, Rob Reimer. He says we aren't like Moses. This is this this is the beautiful thing about what where we're at right now. He says the Apostle Paul is talking about our access to the presence of God in the person of the Holy Spirit, and there he tells us in the presence of God we can be transformed. And when we lock eyes with Him, there is a transforming. And we aren't like Moses who accessed God's presence on the mountain when He did. His face shone, but he couldn't remain in God's presence, and the glory faded. Rather, we have full-time access to the presence of God because the Spirit of God lives within us. Moses could only go meet God on the mountain. We, right now, I could go right now i have full access to the holy spirit i have full access to god in this very moment i could lock eyes with jesus right now
0: But well, why do you think all right so now we go to john 4 okay we go to john 4 and the bible says what that the samaritan woman tells jesus oh do we have to pray and do we have to worship in jerusalem or on jacob's mountain and he says nor here nor there because the time is coming the time is that god is looking the father is looking for worshipers what is he saying mm-hmm. he's looking for you Why? It's because he wants to be in you. Yeah. He doesn't want you to feel like, oh, okay, I only can worship God in this place. No. I want you to worship me everywhere because worship is obedience and sacrifice. Yeah. It's, I want you to exalt my name everywhere. Yeah. So not not only, when Jesus said expand the, the good news, he said, okay, Jerusalem, okay, here. And Judea, there. Samaria, okay, a little farther out. And to the ends of the earth. There's no temple, bro. Yeah. So, like, there's a bunch of people who, who are so fixated on, like, okay, you know, and, and this, is, I feel like it's a good way to transition into to letting you know that there's a lot of people who go to church that aren't going to, they're not going to be in eternity with God. Yikes. There's a lot of people who go to church that aren't going to be reigning with Christ in the end. Yikes. Why? Because you're not even walking with him. It's about the same thing. It's about being submitted to his dominion and walking with him.
1: That's tough. Man.
0: Where he says left, I go left. Where he says right, I go right. And it's a walk. It's a walk. You're not running. But this is what happens. We get so excited with the plans of God that we end up running ahead of you're him.
1: Taking so off.
0: Now you're taking all. So now you're running into the thing God said it was yours. Imagine Jacob. It, Imagine, oh, Joshua, oh Imagine Joshua, bro. Imagine Joshua. Running into the promised land without first spying the land, seeing what's going on in there, right? Asking God for guidance, what can we do? Yeah, cool. Imagine Joshua just be like, Yo, we got we made it, and then like all these giants come and kill him. Imagine Joshua, imagine God said, Yo, on the other side of Jericho, and now, so mind you, because this is imagine, imagine the story where God says, Okay, you gotta, you're gonna. Walk around the walls of Jericho and it will fall down. you will take over. And then you go. Yeah. You know the whole reason? You know the the whole reason why God wanted him to go through Jericho? Why? Do you know? I'm asking. Why? So the whole reason why, it wasn't just for him to just conquer the land. It was so that the other kingdoms ahead of Jericho would be scared. Mm. That they didn't even have to do anything. And that God made the strong walls of Jericho fall and handed them the city. Handed Joshua didn't even do nothing yet, bro. Yeah, and 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 obviously, I ain't gonna say it's Jesus, but you yeah, know, I know who it is the angel of the Lord, so that nobody comes crazy, at me. right? Which is Jesus, but anyway. So, the angel of the Lord, the angel of the Lord appears to Joshua. Joshua bows down and worships him. And the angel tells him, The angel of the Lord says, I have given, I've put in your hands the king of Jericho, yeah, and Jericho. He didn't even do nothing yet. Joshua had not done nothing yet, bro. All he had to do was walk around.
1: Yeah.
0: Every day, bro, for a week, walk around it, and wow. you know, on the last one, just start screaming. Everybody, <sighs> <sighs> like, a, but yo, it was a, it was a shout of victory yeah. for a battle that didn't even start yet. Right. If that's Joshua that was in and out of the presence of God, how much more us that we literally have the victor of of the world who defeated Satan and the grave and death and is reigning for eternity and a name above all names and decides to be our friend and cohabitate in us and also he calls us, he called us co-heirs of his kingdom that we didn't even belong to that we actually sold out mm. because of a fruit
1: mm.
0: one fruit he told us not to eat and we sold it out for almost six to seven to eight thousand years comes and dies on a cross and now you're telling me I'm a co-heir with you and that your spirit lives in me the same spirit that picked you up is in me and the other people who didn't have that privilege that are living in the law yeah are shouting for victory before a battle began and you're over here going crazy about the battles you're going through?
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So do you even really believe that God is in you? Do you really believe that God is your best friend? Mm-hmm. Do you really believe that God is here for you and in you?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What kind of what kind of gospel are we living? He said that he said that the grace is better than the law. And hey man, we're yo we're I'm reading the law and I'm like they did that <laughs> and we're in the great we're in grace and we're struggling we're we're crying about that we we don't got money in the bank account
1: Let everything in me shout bro bro yeah bro you understand yeah like but, but again this is the the point is people gave their life to Christ but they still haven't been transformed. You are, you have you are still at these, this base level, and you're getting all this information. All right, it doesn't matter how much of your Bible that you know, if you haven't allowed God to work on you. Again, if you if you came, the closer you are to Christ, the simpler your life should get.
0: The devil knows the Bible too.
1: Right. It's it's again obviously part of this is getting the word in you. Yes. But. If you haven't revealed so you can be healed, it doesn't matter. If you have all your demons in the darkness, if you have all your trauma and all your pain and all this unforgiveness in the darkness, it doesn't matter how much you read your Bible. Didn't Jesus
0: say, um, do, do, do people put their lampstand under the table? Bro. Or do they put it on top of the table on the hill so everyone can see it? You, you're you're happy you go to church yeah. and you're happy you read your Bible. It means right. you got a little candle lit. Right. You still having that junk in the dark, man.
1: Yeah.
0: You're still putting it under the table. Yeah. You know, you know, oh. When you have no light on the table, you don't know what you're eating. So now you're frustrated with the things that you're consuming. Yep. And how damaging it is to you, but then you pull out your candle from the table and say, "Well, I go to church though. Yeah. I'm a Christian. Why am I? Why am I? Why do I feel like this? Right." Because bro, you're putting your lampstand under the table where no one, no one can see it. Because remember, this is not about you; it's about him. Putting your lampstand under the table, and two, you can't even see the light. So yeah, they give you a powerful word on Sunday. Good for you. Are you practicing it though? Are people saying like, man, like you look different, man? Like last week you was, you know, you were you were, you was crying about this, but you know, like you look like you got hope now. Hey, what's going on, no, it's just And now you're shining the light. And also, when the enemy presents something on the table, because here's the thing, he's sitting at the same table you are.
1: Yeah. I had this, this little Holy Spirit like slap me. <laughs> for real. Word. And it was like, some of some of you are praying, and you think you're praying, but you're actually just complaining and you're praying for God's will to be done but you aren't satisfied with where you are right now uh, you're praying you're praying for him to change everything and make things better but you aren't happy with what he's given you already so you think you're praying but you're really just complaining about your life and it's like this is from a place of it it's it's not coming from a place of gratitude no no it's not
0: like complaint is why don't you give me more?
1: God, what's it? What, there's a scripture about this. I God turns to, his ear away from complaints. From complaints. So you think your prayers are reaching him, but your your prayers, but it's really just your complaints.
0: Yeah. So I I do believe that the kill, the the the, what's that word? The poison. The poison to faith is complaint. Mm. You said something like that. Maybe. You said something about something, so something is... Probably. Some um, oh, no, I know. think it was, you were saying like the, the something to belief, or something like that. It was a, a couple I can't ago. think right now. A couple of pods ago, he said something like that, but it's true. Complaining actually, actually feeds your unbelief. Because mm. you're like, you're just caught up in how things didn't work out. Right. So now that's all you're thinking about. Right. Complaining is like, oh, look at this. This is why I don't want to do it. When faith tells you, uh, I don't see it yet.
1: But we'll put Jesus <laughs> glitter on our complaints. God, I knew you said. So. Like, <laughs> like, again, not to say that your will be done is not a bad prayer, especially when your circumstance is not the best. Word. But what are you focused on? Are you focused on the right, right. attack of the enemy on your life? I do
0: think that it's okay to vent to God. Yes,
1: and to lament. Yes. But the, your your end product should be, you know what, God? If you read through all the Psalms, David yep. would be going crazy. David would be like, destroy my enemies. Word. <laughs>
0: destroy them and let them never have kids again. Like, what?
1: Right. And then at the end, he's like, but God,
0: keep me. Yes. And forgive me. And let your mercies be on. I'm like, dang. And we're look at Jesus, man. Jesus right. said, hey, God, Father, if there's any other way. Please. Please. But let your will be done and you know you know what I love about Jesus from that point on Jesus didn't say anything
1: and he you know he modeled for us right there what planning with God that's how you plan with God if there's any other way no there's no way alright let your will be done alright cool it's your will Not my will, your will.
0: If it's my will, it's my bill. And that works works both
1: ways. Yes. Because if I start doing my will, I'm going to have to pay for it. I'll say, okay, the second tool of how to transform, like be transformed and have a renewing of your mind, is that the presence of God is transformational. Right. You need to spend some time alone with God. Right. You need to be in a position where you're developing intimacy, where... He is leading you towards wholeness where you are revealing and you are, even if it's a matter of you're just writing the things down and you're putting it out there and you're shedding your heart so that that there can be a place for you to heal. Also, if you are not in like a community Mm. in a faith filled community and you're surrounded by people who you can confess to and share these things with, you're missing the other part of what a relationship with God truly Mm. is. There is the vertical but there's this it's the court is the cross because he knows I know God doesn't knows exactly what I'm going through but there's like an extra level of like this person is actually right here with me in this very moment in this time but you know what this you know what
0: that's for it's for you to keep humble right because it takes humble humility to confess
1: it's hard to to share.
0: someone that you can see cuz now I can cuz I know people that say oh, I confess to God I'm not going to tell nobody Hey, <laughs> what like yeah I, I do believe that you God, gotta confess to God he was there when you did it word like God God just want you to tell him Great. be up front but now God also wants you to go through a humbling of now I have to look at someone's reaction yeah Well, yo bro I folded son and then the other person and hey if you're on the receiving end don't judge that person
1: no give them grace just
0: give them grace but the thing is they're they're actually picking you and actually, it's actually a blessing yes. for someone to open up with you it's right an man. honor yeah it's an honor. So, so I love you. bro. I love you too. Brother. Yeah, you're my guy, bro. You're my guy, bro. Yeah. Confessing turns the light on. Yes. So, if you really want to walk in true dominion, and you want to plan with God, God doesn't write with the us off. The Bible says that in the new in the new the new earth, though there's no there's no there's sun because no His glory it's is just so the bright. Glory of God. <laughs> so. He don't write in the dark.
1: He's not going to be in the dark.
0: When he talks to people, he be turning the light on. Yeah.
1: Now,
0: like, why you think Moses Yo. came down? <laughs> Moses came was down. Shining. Moses looked like a light bulb. <laughs> hey, man, you look too bright, man. Like, Or like when, 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 Moses, when God appeared to Moses, it was a burning bush. Yeah. Like, come on, bro. The only time there was darkness is when the Father turned his back on Jesus.
1: Mm. So that means when God looks away. The light goes out. He
0: says, let your face shine upon me.
1: Be gracious to me. Yeah. So, that's it. This is good. I love y'all. Yeah. Um. We love y'all. Look, that's pleasantries. So, if you have um, not subscribed to us on YouTube, please. Please. Go ahead. Go to getupod.com and all the links are there. You can just go ahead and subscribe to us, okay? You'll see the link to our Instagram, a link to our Twitter. You'll see a link to um, – We have Twitter? Oh, no, I haven't made a Twitter yet. But soon there will <laughs> yeah, be a, Twitter, a link to our um, – what's it called? No, Facebook's not there yet. They'll be there too eventually at some point. We will have everything. And our Cash App. Yes. Well, the Cash not there yet either. Oh, my that God. That will be We're there. speaking of faith, y'all. It, it's coming. Um <laughs> <laughs> But YouTube for sure. And yeah. follow us on Instagram if you haven't yet. Um, that's it. Yeah, that's like the base.
0: Oh, and the push-ups are coming
1: up. Yeah, there's more. That's yeah. going to be a consistent thing. Yeah. Also, if you have any questions, please email us. If you have a topic in mind that you would like for us to talk to us, please talk about. Email us, DM us, whatever. It's open. We're here for you. We love y'all. Yes. Grace and peace. Peace.